Welcome to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, a foster and adoptive and bio mama and a therapist in private practice. I'm here to help foster mamas feel seen, heard, and supported on their journey. From quick, actionable steps to make your foster care journey easier to interviews with foster and adoptive mamas, the Fearless Fostering Podcast delivers education and encouragement weekly. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and I am joined today by Angela and Corinne. They are co-founders of Unfaulted, which we're going to talk about an amazing organization um, that helps care for and wrap around care for um, kids who are aging out of foster care. And we also have their intern who is joining us. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. you. I would love for you just to give a little background on what Unfaulted is, who they serve, and kind of the general information of how you guys got started. Absolutely. Uh, So we got started at the end of 2019. And really just after having some personal relationships that Corinne and I had with some young women who were aging out of care and seeing what those needs were, we saw that it was a bigger problem that needed to be addressed and have put together a program that really helps to provide community and share the gospel and education with youth and young women specifically who are aging out of foster care. And so we really work to wrap around those youth to build a sense of community for them and ultimately a sense of permanency after foster care um, to where they're not doing life on their own. We work specifically with young women 18 to 25 and have a variety of events and activities and conferences, classes, counseling, all kinds of things that we offer for those young women. Mm, So amazing. I I love that you saw the need, like you were like, let's do something about this. But what were you specifically seeing that you were like, you know what, there's not enough people right now or organizations caring for young women who are aging out of foster care? So it started out um, just knowing what those statistics were and seeing that number of 23,000 youth aging out of foster care in America each year. Mm -hmm. And then as we started digging deeper into that number, realizing that a large percentage of those youth were becoming incarcerated or instantly homeless or being sex trafficked and that they essentially were asked to start their lives and be successful all on their own at 18 years old, a lot of times just with no foundation there. And so as Corinne and I started digging into what that looked like and seeing those statistics, we started meeting with young women and hearing their stories and it became very personal Especially when, you know, you, you can hear a statistic and it can sound really terrible, but then when you meet someone and that they're a face and they're a soul and they've lived it and they've experienced it. And oftentimes not just one statistic, but they've experienced all of them and they had trauma that led them into being in foster care, but then they also experienced more trauma while in foster care. We just saw that there was this like hole that was being dug And the more young women that we talked to, the more we recognized really the gap that was there was relational Mm -hmm. and that what these young women needed and wanted most and longed for most were healthy relationships in their lives. And so for us, it, it became personal when we saw that statistic become a person and then heard from those people, like, I need relationships. I need someone to just be consistent and continue showing up for me. I mean, what a huge thing that I think so many of us, myself included, take for granted. It's like, 
you know, we don't think about that. So I love that you were having conversations with people that you were like, Hey, let's talk to the people that this is actually impacting. How can we like learn from them, those with lived experience and get on their level with like, what's actually going to be helpful. Cause I think sometimes too, I hear about organizations and all with the best of intentions of like, Hey, we're going to give like socks to the homeless. And it's like, well, they might already have that, or they might not need it. You know, it's like, but you guys are actually like doing the the work to, to, like you said, be relational and be like, Hey, what would be most helpful to you? And I love that so much. How are you like initially coming into contact with these ladies that are maybe going to age out of foster care soon? So it started out and it was kind of like a friend told a friend and just word of mouth. A lot of the girls were sharing with some of their friends that they knew since we've really been able to develop some great relationships with our local foster agencies and our OCOK is, is the privatized version of CPS here in our county. And so being able to build relationships with them has really allowed us to start meeting those needs earlier. We mm -hmm. created something called Empowered, and it's a life skills conference. We host six of them a year. And those are available to any youth in foster care or who has experienced foster care that's 16 or older. So it's really given us an opportunity to start meeting some of these kids while they're still in care and build that relationship with them young. And so kind of that, you know, what started out as just a very organic, like word of mouth, a friend telling a friend has become really, really intentional of, okay, we want to start building connections before you age out of care and before you find yourself homeless and in crisis. And that's really been developed through our empowered conferences and something that we're able to offer to the foster care community in our area. Mm, that's amazing. And what area are you guys located in? We're in Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay. okay. So do you feel like this could be something that might get as it starts in Dallas, Fort Worth, would it maybe go out to some other places sometime? That is the hope and the dream and the goal and definitely what we are praying for. We're in the works, the beginning process of making that happen right now. And, and really that takes, you know, a handful of bought in volunteers, but ultimately bought in church. Yeah. It, the church is the answer to this problem. And we host our empowered conferences at local churches. And so that means, you know, a church body coming together and saying, we want to be the hands and feet of Christ and to serve the foster care community in our area. And we can easily do that by opening up our church and, you know, hosting these conferences here and providing just some very basic resources to make a huge impact. So for us, we're it's really important that we build those partnerships with local churches and that we're not trying to do this isolated as unfaulted, but that it's done in partnership with the church. Oh, I love that so much. That's amazing. And I totally get fired up and you're like, the church is the answer. I'm like, yes, it is. Like, <laughs> come on church. Like, yes. <laughs> and whatever yes. it looks like, you know, for a, for a church or for an individual person, you know, there is something that we can be doing to come around you know, kids who've experienced foster care and, and their families and their first families and the foster families, just all of it. Um, and we would just have, like you said, like that number 23,000, like aging out, it's just like unfathomable and unbelievable. And we could do so much to make a dent in it. If we were just willing to like, to just be open to like, what can I do? What can my church do? So I love that you're starting there. That's really great to hear. So I want to know more about the Entrusted Conference. So what does that look like? How did that idea come about? And, and kind of, I know it serves to get kind of your, you in touch with some of these young ladies, but what what is the conference like? We were meeting just like in our church every Sunday 
small group, we'd have lunch and we'd sit down and we would just go through um, a curriculum that we had written that was based off of like different life skills. But it was, you know, we were never going to get outside of that group. It was very small and we wanted to keep it small and intimate, but we also knew that it was really important for us to reach the foster care community in our area. So we took that curriculum and instead of it being like a what took pretty much almost an entire year to go through, we condensed it and brought out the most important parts of it, like those really key elements and brought those into the empowered conferences. So each of the conferences has a different topic and focus. And then we bring in speakers that are lived experience, that are professionals in that area that have a complete understanding of foster care, childhood trauma, and and have an understanding where they're able to teach from a, like, I get it platform yeah. versus just a, I'm here because I know everything and I'm, I'm going to just share it all with you. So yeah, it started out just life skills classes. We saw the need, we saw that it was important and we wanted it to be something that could have a bigger impact. And we just really have fun. We thought, what what's impactful for us. And so for Corinne and I, we went to a conference together mm-hmm. when we decided to start Unfaulted. It was something that we had both been individually praying about um, that God had placed on both of our hearts individually. But you go to a conference and you know, you're surrounded by like-minded people for an extended period of time. And you get to hear from these really incredible dynamic speakers And it just gets your mind thinking Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, wow, they talked about X, Y, and Z. And I really want to dig into that and look into that more. And so we were like, how do we bring that to our girls and how can it look more exciting than just, you know, a classroom setting? And so that was kind of the mindset that we took is this idea of a conference where we have these incredible dynamic speakers who are really going to get their minds thinking of, wow, how do I apply that? And what does that mean to me personally? And what can I do with it? Because we don't want them to come in and just listen and walk out and not do anything. We want them to actually listen and then be empowered to make change and apply those things in their lives. That's amazing. I love that. It feels like you guys have just thought everything out. So it seems like this very like God ordained serendipitous that happened um, with the two of you kind of having it both on your hearts too. That's amazing. So as a former foster mama and as someone who, you know, does really have a heart for that transitional age out of foster care that, you know, 18 to 25, I think you said, what can, what can foster parents, what, what should foster parents know about that age? If they're maybe thinking about, Hey, I'm considering opening my home to a, a kid who's going to be maybe aging out pretty soon. What are some things that are important for them as they would consider that? That is a great question. And I don't think is something that foster families are really prepared for. You know, there's a lot of training that happens, but not really specific training to what it looks like to have an older teen who's preparing to age out. And so I would say, learn to be an advocate for your child, learn what your state and county's benefits are and how to get them involved. So something that we learned early on was if our youth don't attend and go to their PALS classes, they miss out on a lot of benefits that they could get. And so there's so many things that a foster family of a 16, 17, 18 year old that they could be doing to really prepare their youth for a solid foundation, make sure they have a driver's license, that they have access to all of their government documents, 
that they have some sort of job experience and know what to do with that. Make sure they're connected to a community and not just turning 18 and then, you know, left on their own. So I would say really know your state, your county's benefits, help your youth get access to all of those things and do everything that you can as you're leading up to their 18th birthday to prepare them to be successful. Nobody wants to turn 18 and not have any of those skills that your typical 18 year olds have. One of our girls shared with us like how embarrassed she was at, I think like 21, she was like, I didn't know how to put gas in my car. Like I should have known how to do that. And she said, and I was very aware of how I looked compared to my peers. Mm -hmm. And so anything that you can do as a foster parent to make sure that your youth has those skills is learning the things that their peers are learning and has access to those things is really, really critical. Yeah, that's amazing. And again, just, just to bring that to the forefront of our minds, it's like things that like, we don't often stop and think about, but like, those are really huge deal things because even just the therapist in me is thinking like, if you're being like feeling so self-conscious pumping gas, you know what I mean? Like that could bring up a whole lot of other stuff for you too, that you're just like, I'm just trying to get to the day. I'm just trying to work. I'm just trying to do my stuff. And like, I don't need this to be as difficult or a barrier. So I, I love that you guys are just addressing all those needs. Hey, foster mama. If you want a safe space to process your feelings answers to all your foster care questions and advice for every stressful foster care situation, then join my new membership, Fearless Foster Mama. Once you join, you're going to get a once monthly live coaching with me via Zoom. You're going to get one audio meditation or visualization and weekly journal prompts and a self-care suggestion for each day of the month. You can stay signed up for as long as you like and cancel any time. If you're looking for more information or you know you want to sign up, you can go to fearlessfostering.com or check the link in my Instagram bio at fearless underscore fostering. What are some ways for people who are listening to be able to support you guys and the work that you're doing? How can we find more information about Unfaulted? So we are run almost completely by volunteers. And so we are always looking for volunteers to jump in and get involved. We have general administrative type volunteer roles all the way up to making a a commitment to be a guide for one of our girls and being one-on-one walking alongside her, helping her navigate the the program and and what that looks like. If you're local in the DFW area, you know, would love to have you hands-on doing that type of volunteer work. That would be incredible. If you're not local, then you can help us by educating people about what is going on. You can share what's happening when youth are aging out of foster care, you know, following us on social media, financially contributing to make sure that these girls have everything they need. And if you're a church or maybe you're a part of a church that has a heart for orphan care or needs to find that heart for orphan care, then we love to come and speak to churches. Like we love to get in and talk to their missions teams or their pastors or whoever that is and really say, how do we partner together and how do we work to impact the lives of foster youth in our communities? Uh, we really know that together, like we can see a change and be the hands and feet of Christ that we've been called to be for this population. Mm-hmm. I love that. This is like, I wish I lived closer and I'm also just like so glad because I do know there's people that are going to be hearing this like nationwide and hopefully worldwide too. So hey, hopefully we'll be in your area one day, you know, exactly. that's, the, that's the goal is that we can get planted. You know, there, 
the, the 23,000 is in the United States. That's, yes. that's across the United States. And so this is a need everywhere. There is a need in every single community for former foster youth. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not going away anytime soon. We're going to keep doing what we're doing until that need's not there. Love it. Love that so much. So tell me where people can find you, your website, your social media, and just, yeah, can't wait to connect people with you guys. Yeah, we are www.unfaulted.org. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the places. My husband runs all of our social media for us. He's pretty great at it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, if you have questions, just general information, you can email us at info at unfaulted.org. And we love to connect. Please reach out to us. Please let us know um, if you have questions, if you want to chat, if you want to partner in any way. We we love working with people. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Angela, Corinne, and Blake, thank you for just chatting with us. Thanks for all the work that you're doing. And I really appreciate it. Thank you.